Welcome to a Couch Divided podcast where secular psychology meets a Christian worldview with Dr. Robin Hall and Nick Thomas. All right, Nick, sit back and relax. And if you can't, we need to talk about that. <laughs> Prepare to be couched. Welcome, everybody, to A Couch Divided. My name is Nick Thomas. Alongside with me, the wonderful, beautiful, I said capable last time. <laughs> okay, capable. Robin Hall, Dr. Robin Hall. How are you doing, Robin? I'm excellent, Nick. How are you doing? Pretty good. Thank you for asking. <laughs> Thank you for asking. I'm going to emphasize that word. Thank you. Oh, yes. Oh, I see what you kind did there. Kind of pointing towards what we're talking yes, about. Yes, I definitely see what you did there. Um. Yeah, okay. Well, that was a nice little hint. Do we have housekeeping stuff? We always do. Um, <laughs> and it always may be even the same thing for a little <laughs> bit. But we do have a website at couchdivided.com. Please go to this website. Um, check uh, we, it out. Yeah, check it out. We built it. Looks good. We know. Nick built it. Nick built it. Oh, thank you. Yeah, Nick um, built it. <laughs> yeah. But it's got all of our podcasts on there, and you can yes. catch them on there. And uh, I'll, I'll give you a little tip. If you like our show, and you want to listen to it, we drop every Tuesday, right? Yeah. Or every other Tuesday. Mm -hmm. If you want to listen to it like Monday night, uh -huh. there may be a chance that you can because I update the website we every Monday yeah, night. We yeah, we schedule, yes. <laughs> so if you want to listen to it before anybody else listens to it, uh, around 10 or 11 o'clock, you're not doing anything at that night. That is so funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, how is it actually a secret if you if we like just told the entire audience? Because I know three people will go, yes. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> that's for you, whoever you are. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate um, it. But it is updated uh, Monday night uh, and then launches Tuesday. When, uh, every other, yeah. Yeah, every other Tuesday. And you'll see that on Instagram when we upload an episode. And, uh, yeah, and all go, uh, go to the website, listen to the episodes. You can also catch uh, this uh, uh, this episode and many others on your favorite podcatcher um, yeah. as well, Spotify and all that stuff and iTunes. And then also on the website, you can um, have a chance to donate yes. as well. Yes, yes, yes. Um, this is absolutely a ministry um, and it requires a lot of time. We would love to bring you guys more content. So if you feel led um, to donate, please partner with us and we appreciate you all so very, very much. Also, please keep talking to us. We love that. Well, yeah, we're getting a lot of comments. Uh, uh, thank you, uh, everybody that uh, viewed the uh, Kyle Rittenhouse video. You did make it a success. A lot of people yay. viewed it. Uh, we thank you, Coltish, for promoting that and always helping us out in, uh, in yeah. promotion. Um, and so we're Yeah, that very... was a little outside my comfort. You did a great job, <laughs> though. And uh, it was an excellent, uh, excellent a little analysis on that. And I hope that uh, everybody enjoyed I it. I know. Well, and as of right now, like us recording this, the jury is still deliberating. Yeah, and there's uh, talks about a mistrial too as well. Yeah, so it's a, it's crazy. It's a crazy uh, case. Um, I love the law, so I kind of like viewing these things. Mm. I feel um, 
you know, I feel bad for the people involved and having to go through all of this. And especially, you know, Kyle at 17 years old, yeah. you know, didn't expect this to happen. Well, right. During, yeah. When, when the event occurred. Yeah. Uh, uh, and nobody did. And then the families of the loved ones that uh, have died yeah. as well are experiences. It's so. tragic. The whole, the whole situation is tragic. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, and that's kind of the nature of our topic today because, you know, how to be thankful and, <laughs> tragedy. and you know, and tragedy and suffering <laughs> and bitterness and all that stuff. And yes. So, our yeah. topic today is gratitude or Thanksgiving thankfulness, um, right. which we thought would be kind of fitting considering this will drop right uh, like around Thanksgiving. Around Thanksgiving. Yeah. 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 It's the week of. So. Yeah. Next week on Tuesday. So. Um, we hope it will bless you guys. We're going to yeah talk about the psychology of gratitude. And of course, like we always do, um, like while we give you the secular perspective, we're going to, of course, tell you what God says about it. And um, hopefully uh, practical application type stuff comes out in there, too. There's a lot of it. Yeah, there really is. There is a whole lot of it. Um, what are you thankful for, Nick? Well, I mean, first of all, and I sound like a Christian saying this, <laughs> thankful for Christ and the resurrection of the dead. Without, yeah. I mean, Paul says it like this, if Christ did not rise from the dead, then your faith is in vain. And because it's not in vain means that Christ rose from the dead, right. I am saved. I have to remind myself of that every day because of various other sufferings that are, yeah. you know, involved in the daily Christian lives that we deal with. And sometimes we think that we're even disconnected. If I can land on that spot every time, I'm thankful. As James says, every good gift is from above. Right. So I'm thankful for that gift. But then practically too as well, you know, the, you know, the earthly gifts that it mm -hmm. gives you and family and friends. I'm thankful for this podcast and even everybody listening oh my as gosh, well. Yes. Yes. I'm even thankful for trolls. And let me tell you why I'm thankful for that. Um, <laughs> um, because that's an opportunity or a chance to either respond uh, with biblical things or to remind us that Christ said, blessed are you that you're persecuted for righteousness sake. <laughs> truth, 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 truth. So there's not all, all like, kinds of things to be thankful for. We're not for. trying to imply that we are in any way like oppressed by that. No, 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 no. But um, it's a reminder. Yeah. I mean, it's shades of that, right? Right, right. What no, about you? But, um, I'm so thankful. I'm deaf. Of course, I'm thankful for Jesus. I'm going to be more broad, just like all of Jesus. Yeah. Um, but also specifically his resurrection. I'm extremely thankful for my husband and my little baby. He is. I can hear him giggling right he now. He is <laughs> so much fun. Oh, and he is so like me already. Poor James. Every time I walk in the house. Poor James. <laughs> and I love that uh, that uh, Toby, uh, your your child, recognizes me uh, yes. <laughs> now. He loves you. Um, and you are one of his favorite people. It's so funny. He'll do things with you that he doesn't do yeah, with other people. Yeah. He'll sit still with Nick. It's so weird. He, I expect him not to sit still with me or with his dad, but like, actually, he doesn't sit still really with anybody. Like. But Nick, he'll yeah, literally just hat. crawl next to Nick and just, hang out. And just hang out, yeah. Sit there. And uh, he's uh, he's going to be my best friend <laughs> growing up. He's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, Uncle Nick. Yeah, so I'm very thankful for that. I'm extremely thankful for my church, our church, um, my mom, my sister. I'm thankful for so much. There's not. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thankful for a lot. Again, it's all gifts. And sometimes we, you know, it's like you know, that, that pithy saying, count your blessings kind of thing. And, and there is a truth to counting your blessings or to understand that you're blessed at least. Yeah. And we don't realize 
that a lot of stuff's on our lives that, you know, is provided from God, his providence, um, is meant to show us, uh, gratitude, like, uh, or it meant to have us be, uh, to engender uh, gratitude, yeah, yeah. to be, um, you know, thankful, mm-hmm. uh, for these things. And we take them for granted so often. Oh yeah. Um, but we definitely notice when they're taken away from us as well. The blessings. Yeah. The blessings. And, uh, mm-hmm. sometimes that is good for you. And then the other times it's, you know, it's, it's tragic. Uh, <laughs> well, so this, we'll talk about this like a little bit more detail later, but this is like a fundamental difference between the way the world defines gratitude. Right and the way God defines gratitude. So mm-hmm. God expects us to be thankful regardless of circumstance. Yeah. And he should expect that because it doesn't matter what circumstance we're in. Christ still died for you. His sacrifice still, still propitiated God's wrath, right? Mm-hmm. You are clothed in his righteousness when you stand before the Father, like regardless of circumstance. Mm-hmm. Um. But the world says that gratitude is something you experience only when something has benefited right. you. Um, and I think that it's possible for Christians. And it, I mean, it's possible because scripture says it's possible. God tells us it's possible to experience sincere feelings of gratitude over the suffering that we you, endure. You, you think of uh, Job and he had everything taken away from him. Um and he was sorrowful because of that. Of course. And, and he stayed faithful. And his wife said, "Did it all t- like? Did he have like twelve kids? Yeah, die they in all a got wiped fire? away. Oh yeah, my gosh. they all got wiped away. <laughs> and then he had friends that come along and tried to blame him for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, uh, which wasn't good either. Well, they tried to convince him that it must be lack of faith that yeah. was causing. Yeah, this. it must yeah. be your sin. You must have done something to right. deserve God's this. Right, God's punishing you. Yeah." Mm-hmm. And his wife looked at him and are you still keeping your integrity? Right. Even curse wife. God. Yeah, he goes, curse God and die. That's what he says. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, am I only going to accept the good from God and not the bad? Yeah. You know, and then he goes, uh, though you slay me, I will Ugh. not yet trust you. Uh, uh, um, and That yeah. breaks me like just yeah. to my core. I think I, of that Shannon Jane song. Yes. You know what I mean? Any yeah. of you guys that have not heard this song, do yourself a favor. Yeah. Treat yourself right now. Well, after the, you finish listening to the episode. Go to YouTube or wherever you listen to your... I go to YouTube (laughs) and look up um, Though You Slay Me by Shane and Shane. Though You Ruin Me, Though You... Yeah. You like... Oh my gosh. So, um, yeah. I have a really like... Like, that specific song has been words when I couldn't speak, like mm-hmm. in times of very I mean, intense grief and suffering. Job was a wise man. He had a keen sense of theology in that statement. But I'm going to go uh, to some of the New Testament teaching in there that, you know, God works everything out according to the counsel of his will. And it actually says in there, you know, when you read the Greek, that he actually has good intentions and it's a good purpose. The The Psalms that it says that God does not afflict from his heart, yeah. meaning it's not bitterness Meaning towards you all yeah. the times <laughs> yeah. that you have yeah. been frustrated mm-hmm. and stressed out and reacted in anger towards your kids whether mm-hmm. they deserved it quote unquote or not mm-hmm. god doesn't do that yeah it's right? perfect and when everything you think that, that that's yeah. happening what you're doing is you're projecting your own experience mm-hmm. right 
onto the father, which right. we're all guilty of doing all the time mm -hmm. in a million different ways. You know, you know um, but I, like, yeah, before we go too far into what God, like the way that Christians view gratitude or should view gratitude. Yeah. Um, versus the world. I thought it would be interesting to see, you know, like what the world actually says about it. Um, like, you know, from a, a, a psychological standpoint. So I did mm -hmm. some research and actually it's it, interesting The a lot of the psychologists that authored some of the papers that I was looking at, um, were professing believers so oh, really? okay. or are professing believers um i'm talking like they're all dead hopefully yeah not. <laughs> um hopefully not um so that was interesting it's interesting to me that like professionals christian professionals are writing about christian right. topics it's you know it's neat to see that so um yeah uh we so we touched on it a little bit um the difference between the way the world kind of defines gratitude and right. how we should as Christians, but I'm going to backtrack a little bit. Um, the word gratitude, this is so cool to me. I like this, like blew my mind wide open. I mean the connection, hopefully it will be cool for you guys too. The word gratitude is derived from the Latin gratia. Ah. <laughs> Is that a familiar word to you, Nick? Sola gratia, yeah. Right. So it's definitely one of our solas. Yeah. Um, we don't need to explain that, right? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. If, if you guys don't know what we're talking about. We're ta it's I'm, grace okay. alone. Yeah. yeah. The five solas. Okay. So um, one of which is uh, grace alone. Sola gratia. Mm -hmm. Okay. So gratia, the, la the Latin gratia meaning favor. Mm -hmm. Right. And also the Latin gratis, meaning pleasing, pleasing, pleasing okay. favor. OK, so all of the derivatives from the Latin root have to do with kindness, generousness, gifts, the beauty of giving and receiving or getting something for nothing. Mm -hmm. OK, so how like utterly wonderful that grace as favor, right, and gratitude as favor are like come from the art like the same root word oh yeah oh my gosh are you kidding me yeah like that's how god like how perfectly god orchestrated it that. really puts a, a deeper meaning <laughs> it on the does word, uh, it really does to know where it comes from well and like oh my goodness what is grace yeah i mean it uh, is an unmerited an undeserved favor we think about our right? salvation you know in just general it says that you're saved by grace uh, through faith. Right. Uh, it's something that you don't deserve. Yeah. You didn't do anything to earn <laughs> it, yo. Not it's of not of yeah, yeah, exactly. It's... It just blew my mind. I was like, of course. Of yeah. course. And that's in the Latin. How can Rome never see that? Mm. Anyways, whatever. Scaly eyes, baby. Scaly <laughs> eyes. Okay. So I also found this. And because my like ancestral heritage, my husband's ancestral heritage is Scottish. Like primary. Mm -hmm. I've got a bunch of different things, but his is yeah, primarily Scottish. Um, I found this quote from a Scottish philosopher named Thomas Brown. Um, so he defined gratitude as the delightful emotion of love to him who has conferred a kindness on us, hmm. the very feeling of which is itself no small part of the benefit conferred. Hmm. Yeah, and that's deep. so true. I love yeah. that because the feeling is a pleasant one. You're right. Right? So gratitude, that experience is nice. Yeah. I think even when you're 
looking like it, I think it typically happens in hindsight, looking back on suffering mm -hmm. with, you know, through a lens of gratitude, mm -hmm. it's still a good experience to see like what God has helped bring you through, what it's, God brought you. It's through. redeeming. Yeah. Just it's the, the, redeeming. the nature of uh, gratitude is redeeming. It's refreshing to, yeah. to your heart when you realize it's that you have, yeah, you have this and maybe you don't deserve it. Yeah. And I mean, just to, you know, just the salvation in general, like I, I always said, I was like, man, I don't know why I'm not dead. You know, like uh, oh before God. I got to Christ, I go, I don't know how I didn't die. And so I'm really thankful to even breathe. Yeah. I don't deserve yeah. this next breath. Right, right. And I have it. Well, I think it's more than, because what you're talking, none of us deserve it. None yeah. of us are owed it, right? Right. But what you're saying is that like you actually participated in a lot of activities yeah. that should have cut it short. Yeah. Same. The grace same. The grace that was upon me when I didn't realize it was upon me. I'm yeah. thankful for. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll share this um experience. Well, when I was um afforded the opportunity to speak with a psychiatrist once who like I guess specialized in addiction hmm. right a, an addictionologist or so i can't remember what i love those himself. titles <laughs> yeah i'm sure he had to take you know some special yeah, anyway like he worked in quote-unquote recovery like that was his his niche right but when i explained to him oh, man this yeah i haven't thought about this for a while when i explained to him like the amount of amphetamines that i was consuming in a day like the milligram amount he looked at me and said, I cannot explain medically why your heart didn't stop yeah. mm -hmm. every single day. Mm -hmm. Well, <laughs> I mean, if you can't dock, right. So I totally relate to what you're saying. Um, I had a, I've had a lot of ex drug addicts uh, say that to me too, as well. Cause when I say I've, I was only in methamphetamine for about five years and they go, Oh, you got out early. Mm. And I go, well, how long have you done? He goes, 15, 20 years kind of thing I was yeah. on. And I go, wow. And I, and, and I go, yeah, I used to do this amount. And they go, whoa, mm -hmm. <laughs> how? You know, and I go, oh, did I just fulfill your 20 years in a five-year span? That's so funny. I use, and, yeah, when people, like, it's really common, in, or like, among 12-step to ask what, like, your drug of choice yeah. is, mm -hmm. right? I, yeah. used, oh, like, I still use that term. I use, yeah. like, the kind of running joke of more. Yeah. Just yeah. whatever more. more. <laughs> What's your job? Whatever just it is, more. whatever you've got, mm -hmm. just more of it. Yeah. Um, right? Go big or go home. Yeah. God is glorious. Look how far we've come. Mm -hmm. Um, yes. Okay. So um the different like articles and stuff that I was reading kind of came to relative consensus about like defining gratitude. Okay. So um gratitude is an emotion. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And it's a feel-good emotion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A positively regarded emotion, right? Mm -hmm. So at the core of this emotion are ple pleasant feelings about a benefit received. Okay. So here yeah. is, I mean, ultimately, when you're looking back on your struggles in hindsight, but you see where God's brought you to, that is right. technically experiencing joy over a benefit received. I'm going to argue that you can experience gratitude for the suffering itself while mm. it's happening. Um, which is, I believe, something that separates Christian gratitude from uh, secular gratitude. Oh, yeah. Gratitude. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. 
at the corner, or excuse me, a cornerstone at the cornerstone um, of gratitude is the notion of undeserved merit. So we've mm. kind of been like talk, talking around this a little bit, but this, this is the idea that the grateful person recognizes that he or she, and they still used gender specific pronouns in this book. He or she did nothing to deserve the gift or benefit. It was freely bestowed. Yes. Not owed, right? Not obligatory in any way. Mm -hmm. um, and then also, um, gratitude is other-directed, pretty typically. Although, I feel like in my more narcissistic moments, I've probably been like, man, I'm so glad that I was smart enough to talk yeah, my way Yeah, well, that. it's like the, uh, <laughs> you know, the... Uh, the uh, the Pharisee and the tax collector mm -hmm. when he's thanking God that he's not like this tax collector. Right. And yeah. how arrogant is he? Exactly. And then the tax collector is beating his chest saying, God that's have a, mercy on yeah, me. That's a great, a sinner. Yeah. that's a great illustration. Yeah. I've that. been the Pharisee before. Oh yeah. yeah. We've all been the Pharisee. If yeah. you think that you haven't been the Pharisee, sit down and yeah. read your Bible. Right. Right. <laughs> We've all been, that's the, I mean, that's one of the points. Yeah. There is none. No man is righteous. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, so, uh, this guy, Fitzgerald, I couldn't find even an initial for his first name. So in 1998 said there are three components to gratitude. Okay. One warm sense of appreciation for someone or something. I like that. Mm -hmm. Two, a sense of goodwill toward that person or thing. Hmm. And three, a disposition to act that flows from appreciation and goodwill. Okay. Yeah. I love yeah, that so yeah. much because I don't have any idea whether or not Fitzgerald is a Christian, but that is such a Christian concept, mm -hmm. right? We understand like it is not being faithful and obedient that like makes us righteous. It's or not works based, right? All our acts of, all our acts of like the, the faith that we produce of the self, right? Not the God bestowed faith, but like the faith we exercise, um, all like the, our work, all of our good works, all of our obedience, it all flows from regeneration, mm -hmm. right? Um, and I, so I loved that so much, a disposition to act that flows yeah, from you know, appreciation and, and goodwill. And so we hear the <clears throat> angels uh, in the birth of Christ proclaim this. I mean, the, the very fact that, that there was a coming Messiah, which, uh, which is what goodwill towards men kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Overflowing from that, we are thankful because of God's goodwill. Right. And that's why he's called Emmanuel, God, God with, with us. us. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's like my favorite. Oh, it's awesome. Song. It's very holiday themish. I know. <laughs> I love Thanksgiving, that one. So. Um, okay, cool beans. So what was really interesting was I was finding that psychological interest in gratitude is relatively recent. Hmm. Um, so lots of like, m you know, moral philosophers and stuff have been talking about it for a long time. And as we know, God's been talking about it forever. Yeah. It's one of Jordan Peterson's big topics yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, but like within like the last like 20, 25 years, there's been some like interest, a lot more interest placed investigate, investigatory, mm -hmm. excuse me, interest, um, with regard to research on gratitude and psychology. So mm -hmm. They love, to, um, they love to steal from us, don't they? <laughs> well, they're a little late to the game, yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, so that, like, it, with regard to, like, the secular interest, right, that's related a lot to the positive psychology movement, mm. okay? So 
we'll do an entire episode, maybe episode series on positive psychology. Um, I'm not going through it now. It is meaty and ugh. Yeah. Um, but essentially, like the focus is on human strength and virtue rather on, rather than on like suffering. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I got a small story about that. Continue on. I'll, yeah. I'll, so, I'll any, but anyway, like because with the focus shift, noticing good attribute like that. It's not that that's bad. You should notice good like human strength and attribute that's and it's necessary to point sometimes to point people in the direction of like their resilience Mm -hmm. right okay but all of these schools of thought deny christ as lord so like they're inherently flawed that way but again we'll come back to that another episode stay tuned for more on positive psychology got a small little thing it's like in uh, my drug addiction there was a lot of psychedelic use too as well if uh you guys want to hear more on that, you can go back to the cultish episode that we did with psychedelics um, and our explanation of why we did this and what we wanted to accomplish on it. But um, I remember uh, it was coming down towards the end of this psychedelic trip. Mm -hmm. And my buddy looks at me and we called it the afterglow, you know, afterglow and stuff like that. And he looks at me and he's got a cup of water and he goes, dude, I'm just so thankful for this cup of water right now. Mm -hmm. I'm so thankful for the cup of water. And, and he was talking about life and people start to think that these psychedelic things bring out the things that are, are good, like to be thankful for even a cup of water, which we should be thankful for a uh-huh. cup of water comes from God. But what that did not show him because afterwards suffering started happening, right? Because your psychedelic trip is over and you're just going through the normal seas of life uh-huh. and you start to get bitter again. It didn't show him how to be thankful in the sorrows. Right, it right. only showed him how to be thankful for things. Yeah, right. And I go, and, and, and it didn't appropriate right. So being thankful towards God allows you, you know, everything that he's given you allows you to appropriate thankfulness in every single category of life to glorify him, including suffering. Right. And I think that's what the secular world cannot wrap their heads right, around. Right, they miss that point. Yeah. They definitely miss that point for sure. Um, okay, so um, I'm going to go through some of the like logged right like the research supported benefits of Mm. being grateful or exercising gratitude um again this is like (laughs) i'm taking this from all secular sources so you what we're about to go through through that lens Mm. Um, so if you, anybody that's interested, uh, can go to positive psychology.com, um, where they list for us, uh, 28, I believe is what it says, um, benefits to gratitude. Okay. Like and Tony Robbins motivational yeah, Some of them are super interesting. So like they, <laughs> no, my gosh, they break the category. They break, they group them, the 28 yeah. into five categories. Okay. Um, and under the sorry and under the um personality benefits the first one listed is make us more optimistic and the, the last one listed is enhance optimism so okay <laughs> um we've yeah there's i don't know like who's editing or proofreading this but well it's positive psychology so those gonna, are the same yeah. thing folks but uh, i really want to do an episode on pessimism and optimism uh, in in the realities, uh, whatever. I, I want to really do an episode on that because that doesn't make any. <laughs> no, well, I mean, it's just hilarious, me. but yeah, um, yeah, that like that that was a mistake they made. But anyway, yeah. a lot of the stuff that's included in here, 
Although they repeat some of it, I think, for whatever reason, to come to 28. Why do you need 28? I, I don't know. know. I don't know. Um, it's like a, a, like a bad pastor that's saying six steps on how to be humble. You yeah, know I mean? right. Like, it's ugh. like it's just like a clickbaity title. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, there is, though, some good information, like, sure. you know, tried and true information in some here. Practical so practical things, yeah. Um, there's lots of reasons, guys, to focus on gratitude. And mm. these are some of them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um being grateful can quote unquote make us happier. So I absolutely could not even quote to you the number of studies that support this. Mm-hmm. Um, we see like over and over again, large population, you know, random control, like blind studies where people that are exercising or part- like participating in gratitude exercises are focusing on like things they're grateful for. Right. Experience significant decreases in depression. Mm-hmm. Woo. Wow. So you mean like just focusing on what you are blessed with can lessen your depression. That's exactly what I'm saying. Right. That is absolutely what I'm saying. And that is what our research shows. It's one like of the, secular research. It's one of the hardest battles I oh, think yeah. that somebody would might have. Oh yeah. That fight when you're feeling like yeah. horrible. Well, I mean, Difficult. depression sometimes just feels like you're being lit on fire and you're just burning. I mean, you're going to be thankful for burning kind of thing like that. But Burning. I feel like that's more anxiety. I would like relate burning more to anxiety. Than Let's depression. switch it to anxiety. Frozen. Yeah. Frozen. Like, I, I think, I don't know why I'm thinking about burning on that. <laughs> Maybe know. we can uh, break down my mind why I equivocate it with that. Yeah. <laughs> but What do you see in this plaque? But it's, it's very hard to see past your pain in the moment. Of course. You know? And it's very hard to be to, you know. And it makes sense that that's true, right? Yeah. We don't want to diminish that or make it light of it in any way. This is all very easy to talk about, right? Yes. <laughs> um, it's very easy to describe, or well, maybe it's not easy to describe, but we can describe it with less like personal cost than mm-hmm. experiencing right. it, right? right? Or integrating it. So um, again, if you guys are interested in looking at any of the studies, uh, the web this article quotes a few of them, um, but I'm not going to go like through them really um they also list under like the emotional benefits hmm. um increased psychological well-being so they quote or they f- they cite a study um that was conducted in 2017 uh they found that even when controlling for personality a high level of gratitude had strong positive impact on psychological well-being self-esteem and depression um Again, like if you guys are interested in looking, breaking down the individual studies, be my guest. I have a 10 month old. I don't have time to do that for you at the moment. Um, but if gratitude makes you happier, ipso facto, you should have probably have increased psychological well being, right, right, right? Positive psychological now, <clears throat> impact. For somebody that, um, and so this is a question I'll ask, is somebody that is de- depressed, mm-hmm. given what we just said, and I don't think this, and I don't think that you would think this either, but given what we just uh, said, um, if somebody's depressed, do you think that there would be a lack of thankfulness in their lives or just mm-hmm. not the fullest um, uh, that they can have? I don't know. I, I would... I mean, my guess would be that there's probably a lack of focus yeah. on like the gratitude they feel. I think that's a key or word the things focus, yeah. that they, you know, I was, uh, are I was, grateful for. I was talking to somebody about that yesterday who was or not yesterday, but the other day uh, who was you know, having a very hard time focusing on what to even be thankful for. And um, 
it was perpetuating his depression yeah. and perpetuating his angst. And I go, I don't know if your depression is solely caused from lack of thankfulness, but it sure isn't helping. <laughs> <It's>, yeah. <laughs> you know. Right. So, and I inflates. mean, and we should say this, like sometimes, uh, uh, hear what I mean, not what I say. When I say this, we get comfortable in our pits. Yep. Mm-hmm. We like what's familiar. Mm-hmm. At least it's familiar, right? Mm-hmm. We will hunker down and bear down into our depression, our anger, our bitterness, whatever it is that we're mm-hmm. holding like, on to, you know, sulking through, mm-hmm. um, because it feels good. It, it gives us some sense of control, yeah. right? I like um, retribution, even. It's really hard for yeah. gratitude to break through that right you know know, i've known that i've experienced this in my life and i'm pretty sure a lot of people can uh relate to that the reason why i wanted to or a reason why i want to stay in this you know bitterness or resentment or whatever is because like you said that's the last little bit of control i have and it's the last little bit of fight it's like my vengeance upon what Mm -hmm. i think i deserve but not getting it so i'm going to battle against that right yeah we've all had that experience of like you know we know when an argument like when we lost yeah and like when, a child and when we should repent yeah. and apologize and sometimes it's not then that that happens yeah. we like to link like terry and like float and yeah. we want to be mad still yeah so you know it's like a baby kicking <sighs> and screaming on the floor yeah. okay so um research has also supported the idea that gratitude reduces envy Okay, and provokes, excuse me, promotes resilience in reducing yeah, I agree MB. with that. Yeah, uh, especially re- the the resilience part, uh, because if it um, you know keeps you away from envy, then you're building up resilience and 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 yeah. and uh, and tol- you know even tolerance in your suffering to not right. want. Well, resilience somebody's... is a really complicated topic. Yes, that's probably an episode or two on its own. Yeah, um, increase our self esteem. So they uh, note. Participants that completed a four-week gratitude program uh, reported greater life satisfaction and self-esteem than a control group of participants. Hmm. Um, um, It can reduce suicidal ideation, suicidality. Uh, A study on the effects of gratitude on depression, coping, and suicide showed that gratitude is a protective factor when it comes to suicidal ideation and stressed and depressed individuals. So... Hmm. um, Overall, right, like the theme here is that we see positive emotional impact mm-hmm. when we focus on gratitude, mm-hmm. on being grateful. You know, and we as as Christians wouldn't deny any of that. But here's the thing. I think that we have the objective worldview, the objective morality of, of even being uh, thankful for anything in the first place. You take the nihilistic worldview that, that, you know, how many nihilists are depressed? I mean, there's a, there's a big, you know, articles on there that if you Explain think that... Explain what a nihilistic Well, uh, well let's just, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say it laymanly and, and just boil it down. There really is no reason or purpose to anything. Um, Nietzsche had, uh, uh, you know, a deeper context in this, but uh, it really, there is no overall purpose. Mm-hmm. And so really anything so you might goes. as well be a heathen. Like live yeah. a hedonistic lifestyle. Yeah, a hedonistic lifestyle. But here's the thing. If there's no purpose, that doesn't even mean anything. Right. And it's just going to rip everything out. Right. So why be thankful? But it, it doesn't matter right. Right, at all. This <laughs> psychology is proving that when you are thankful, things happen in your body. It's almost like you're designed 
this way. <laughs> well, so it's right. Like it, it's pointing the, towards that you have a the function. psychological research that's been conducted is supporting yeah. that there are benefits to gratitude, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and if your body's responding beneficial. in this way, it 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 must mean that maybe it's designed like this. Oh, that's you know? an interesting thought. Yeah. Perhaps you were designed. To be uh, you know, I don't know any fish <laughs> that care about being thankful. And what I mean by that is, if we're all we are is evolved things, broccoli. Then uh, something immaterial like thankfulness, a virtue, doesn't seem to come into play. And, well, and, I mean, yeah, and it's like how you know, and it's just reality that we do live in a material world as well as an immaterial world, and they comport mm -hmm. with each other. Right. And I go, it's one of those like micro acknowledgments. Right. It's like like we do it without realizing it. It's like really atheism is stupid. Yeah. This is the like we <laughs> we have to acknowledge that we don't really believe. Like in an atheistic worldview. No, none of us do. And when really. we acknowledge, yeah. like, the, right, exactly. Yeah. I, I hope that was not super confusing. No, that's Romans 1. Read anyway. It. <laughs> um, okay, so their next category is social benefits. Um, and then they say gratitude, make people like us. <laughs> Okay, so they yeah. they cite the same study again from 2014 here make people um, like and assert. Those who are more grateful have access to a wider social network, more friends, and better relationships on average. Uh, they postulate that this is because of the effect that being grateful has on how uh, trustworthy, social, and appreciative grateful individuals come off to others, how they're experienced that way by others. I, I mean, so I, I think there's that. definitely yeah. some truth. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When, you, when you're around somebody who's just like oozing gratitude, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. it's there's like a like a glow right oozing is probably a and and word. that is <laughs> and that is very uh you know keen to know uh as far as our personal relationships i'm reminded of a a, a sermon though uh by matt chandler uh everybody's probably seen this clip the the jesus wants the rose uh, uh clip have you ever seen that well he went to uh some kind of uh worship thing with a pastor it wasn't at church okay he took somebody to go there uh and uh, to experience this kind of christian conference thing okay and they were singing worship songs and then the pastor got up there and taught and it was like the worst explanation of what sex is and what sex isn't. It was about sexual morality. Oh, no. And he goes, here's a rose, pass it around. And so this rose gets passed around. And by the end of the sermon, uh, he uh, takes the rose and it's all jacked up. The the, the petals are falling off. The, the stem is broken oh, and everything no. like that. And he looks at it and he goes, now who would want this? Oh, no. And then Chandler screams out, Jesus wants the rose. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> because that is the that is the gospel is that we were uh, he was made to be sin who knew no sin so right. that we be, can become the righteousness right. of Christ. The reason why I bring it out to you is because yes, in our personal relationship, no one wants to hang around your bitterness. Yeah, yeah. But God, for some reason, <laughs> wants to, and through that we can now understand why we'd be thankful. And then all of a sudden our relationships were repaired as yeah. well. And yes, there's a reality of people liking you more because you're thankful, but appropriate it first on the right. one who said, regardless, here I am. And uh, I think now we can start to realize our relationships are worth it. I think yeah. maybe it's an important thing to say, you can be grateful and simultaneously acknowledge that you are suffering yeah 
It's very Being hard, but yes. No, like those things can coexist. Yeah. One doesn't like diminish or negate the other mm -hmm. at all. I mean, he says you can be grateful and you can also 100% acknowledge that whatever you're going through in the moment mm -hmm. is hard. It, you know, I was uh, counseling somebody not too long ago upon this kind of very nature. In order to do that, you know, really study the characteristics of God, who he is, what he is, uh, from beginning to end, how he's portrayed himself in the world. Because once you understand the sovereignty of God, it's really uh, uh, easy to appropriate your sufferings, uh, sufferings and be thankful. One of the major questions that I'll ask is, you know, what do you suppose God's doing in your life? And usually when I get um, a, no, a non-answer is because because they don't understand what their sin is or understand the mode of sanctification, what's right. going on. So I, and it's very hard to be thankful. I for think that. like yeah. you have that question you have to be very careful with. Yes, uh, um, of course. Because it can be, it, that can be extremely dismissive. If somebody is suffering and you like, sometimes people need you to just acknowledge the weight of what they're carrying. Exactly. Right. That doesn't mean that you like don't speak truth to them. It does. It doesn't mean any of that. It just means mm -hmm. that you're gentle with a brother or sister, mm -hmm. right? To love them. Right, okay. Right. If somebody just like if somebody's just lost a child. Oh yeah. You don't yeah. ask them what they think God's doing. Right. Right. In um, approaches. Right, and this is more of a the you know kind of a behavioral health approach uh, that is getting them off their sin or yeah, yeah. getting them off uh, something that they're struggling with that they keep falling back onto. Right. Or wondering why they're single. Right. I'm not the saying that place, there is. You know? I definitely think there would be an appropriate. Yeah. Response Use to that, you of know. that. Yes, you know, exactly. what do you think God yeah. is doing? Yeah. So if you're, if you're listening to this, that's not the go-to question, but it is an appropriate question in some situations. But you can so ask yourself that question when yeah. you get, like, if what you get to that God's play, doing? what do you, yeah. what do I think God's doing? You already know the answer to it. Yeah. He's yeah. working it for your good. Right. So right. regardless of how it feels, right. you can trust yeah. Be assured in that promise. And, and the Bible would spell this out too as well. Paul says to mourn with people who are mourning. Yes. Right? Oh my gosh. So because of yes, that, we know that there's different situations where it, it really just calls for you to be there. Yeah. You know? um, and maybe they don't need wise counsel at that moment. Right. Maybe right. they need to have your shoulder a little bit right. <laughs> to, to wipe their tears off. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? And uh, that is appropriate too as right. well. Right. Like, yeah. my goodness, like, do not, like, like, demonstrates like the mercy mm -hmm. that's been bestowed on you like in your darkest moments like when you've totally been in encompassed like surrounded by that peace that mm -hmm. surpasses all understanding god's like god does not pound you into the ground yeah. over the like the sin of the sin all yeah. your sin right in that moment yeah like yeah hopefully you've been you were convicted of it before right right, right and right. you continue to you know grow in conviction over sin right mm -hmm. um yeah he's never said a uh, tough kid get over it right you know? <laughs> you so know? like yeah. it's okay to be gentle in that regard yeah right um so yeah so like essentially i'm not going to go through like all of these but um the theme through their like social uh, category is that it benefits relationships. Mm -hmm. So, which is true. So, spouses that express gratitude for one another to each yeah. other, yeah, enjoy that. Yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't? Who yeah. doesn't enjoy being told, like, by their spouse that they're mm -hmm. grateful for something he or she does? I mean, that covenant will prosper. I, I guarantee it. Yeah, definitely. Yes, yes. Be grateful. Express mm -hmm. your gratitude. <laughs>
Right. Um, so all of that's true in friendships, social supports, like it's strengthens family. That's kind of the theme through there. There's lots mm-hmm. of research to support it. Um, I, we already touched on the personality piece of it. Um, this is their like really secular one. Um, and like I said, they they used optimism, like increased optimism for two of mm. their um, reasons. Yeah, I want to boil yeah, it down to um, optimistic so and what, yeah. <laughs> um, but one of the things they note here is like uh, an, uh, there's an indication for reduced materialism. So I think the logic is right. Like if you're grateful for what you have, then you don't covet what someone else has, right? right or right. what you don't have. That makes more sense. Yeah, that makes mm-hmm. sense. And really... Why uh, is that a big deal? I mean, if you heard that word covet, you know it's part of God's law not yeah. to do that. Right. And why? Because God has not withheld anything from right. you that's good. Right. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, um, he's provided every good thing for you. And uh, you inherit. I mean, if you're a Christian, it says that the meek shall inherit their earth. Listen, the type of suffering that you're going through is not compared to what reward you will receive for eternity you and, well, know? it doesn't compare to it yeah right? it, it doesn't compare to it and so to like, know that all things are yours what is, does that is mean obvious. that means that you like essentially haven't even imagined what it will be like yeah no eye has seen no ears right heard, we yeah. aren't i don't know that our brain like actually can yeah we weren't designed that you way you know yeah. i don't like i love listening to vody bacham talk about like how like our ears, I can't even remember the sermon he's talking about, but like there's a period of adjustment that needs to take place, like from our current physical form to like right. the form that we need to even be in the presence of like Exactly. Right? Because our bodies are frail because <laughs> of sin. Yeah. You know? Um, anyway, I love that. I mean, we that. can't even look upon the face of God without what, you know, yeah. bar, you know, melting right, right in front of them. <laughs> the angels can't. Right. I know. (laughs) I know. That's so nuts. Okay. So guys, like it's, it's okay that you can't imagine it because you shouldn't be able to like, that's Mm -hmm. how glorious, that's Mm -hmm. how glorious, like your, your brain being made in the image of God can't, doesn't have the capacity to really uh, imagine it fully. how, How wise of God to actually do this. Every single creature has been given the understanding that they've been given, mm-hmm. right? And you see it in animals. They can only react a certain way. They only have certain uh, kinds of in- instincts. Some animals are dumber than others and whatever <laughs> like that, or at least how, how we can define it. <laughs> Same thing in mankind. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing in mankind. We are at the top as far as creatures go, made a little bit lower the, than the angels and been given dominion. So, yeah. of course, our understanding is going to be greater. But then God, because he's so holy, says there's a whole realm yeah. that you are not know and that you weren't designed yeah. to know. Right. Now, how deep that goes, I don't. I don't know right. because obviously we can discover and we can see and all sure. that stuff. And so we're going to we're going to travel space and we're going to, <laughs> you know, all that. And, and I, ex- I get excited when I get all this stuff. And I was yeah. like, well, we, we've been given that understanding. Yeah. How deep does that go until it's like... That's a rabbit hole. Yeah, you're not going to understand this. You can't wrap your head around it. Yeah, (laughs) And that is the holiness of God. Uh, Really, he's so holy. If you can hear this on the microphone, I'm not sure, but a baby's giggling in the back. My baby is laughing really hard right now. uh, As far as thankfulness... I'm so grateful for that. Oh, my goodness. What? what, I love it. I love it. I could just like listen over and over again. Hold on, hold on. 
Is he stopped? Oh, no, he stops as soon as I get up. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, occupationally, your career. Um, gratitude can make us more effective managers. All so right. research has shown that practicing gratitude enhances your managerial skills, enhancing your praise, giving and motivating abilities as a mentor and guide to the employees that you manage has a positive effect on your employees. Oh, okay. I mean, go figure. <laughs> in a while, you know, and it feels good to be an employee that is appreciated as well. Yeah. So if you're thankful <laughs> towards your um towards your employees, obviously they're going to be right. thankful How that they have a boss. How much higher do you think your retention yeah. is going to be like yeah. if your employees feel appreciated? Probably higher. Prop I mean, probably a lot higher. I mean, thankfulness calls to thankfulness. I mean, uh, obviously if you're thankful for somebody, um chances are they're going to be thankful you know, for you back, uh, because of that kindness and that grace and, uh, you know, that gratitude towards them. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, gratitude can reduce impatience and improve decision-making. Uh, research has shown that those who are more grateful or identify being more grateful than others are also less likely to be impatient during economic decision-making, mm. um, which leads to better decisions and less pressure for, for the desire for short-term gratification or impulse, right? Mm -hmm. Grat impulsive gratification. Um, that's pretty stinking cool. Uh, doo -doo 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 -doo. So one of the, another one of the things they identified was help find meaning in your work. Um, there, I'm sh there are lots of Christians I'm sure that are doing jobs they would rather not be mm, doing. Yeah. Um, so I think you're like the meaning in, in anybody's work at any time as a Christian is to glorify God, like ultimately. Right. right. But if you're looking for more for a different kind of meaning, right. Mm -hmm. um, focusing on what you're grateful for can help. Right. I mean, as a mother, how do you um, how do you expound on that uh, when you do the dishes or when even you're doing laundry oh, or yeah. just changing diapers? Or oh, my gosh. Like so Nancy Wilson's podcast. Femina has like totally transformed me. If you guys haven't heard it, go listen to it. Um, oh man, like the first episode I listened to was so convicted. Uh, but essentially, what I do, and it's tremendous, it's been a tremendous help to me, um, is I remind myself while I'm doing the dishes, even if it's like 10 o'clock at night and I'm exhausted, like I'm cross eyed, um, these are Jesus's dishes. Yeah. <laughs> these are Jesus's dishes. I'm doing these dish dishes to the glory of God. Yeah. And um, there is no small work in that way. Right. And, mm -hmm. um, I'm emulating Christ. Like when I have a spirit of self-sacrifice, right. Towards the well-being of my family. Uh. So focusing on those things rather than like how annoyed I am that I'm doing the dishes at 10 o'clock at night mm. changes the way I experience doing the right. dishes. And we just seen the benefits <laughs> of others. Uh, when you're thankful, yeah. right? So if you're thankful for the dishes that you're doing because it's to the glory of God or the laundry or changing the diapers or raising the kid and things like that. Now, look at the other part of that in feminism that looks upon, uh, looks down upon the housewife right. and says that you're, you know, you're primitive and you're patriarchy right. and everything. Obviously, they're not Well, you're simple that you, right. you, how could you not want more? Yeah. Now, if your <laughs> thankfulness actually affects others uh, in their minds and uh, and they're growing and and the uh, appreciative uh, of you like your child mm -hmm. <laughs> like being thankful in the kitchen actually is for the well-being yeah. of your child okay so like let me expand on that feminism right? cannot raise children that's what i'm saying yeah. so 
how? Okay, how is that true? Let's play like let's link it together. If my attitude about the dishes is these are Jesus's dishes, mm-hmm. right? I'm doing this like as an act of obedience, right? Mm-hmm. To uh take care of my household, yeah. right? Which is my job in this way, right? right like right. that's one of the things that I am told like like how I'm told to manage my home, right? Mm. As a woman, that's a whole different topic. Mm. Um, okay. So that versus, uh, like, why am I the one that's always doing the dishes? Yeah. 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 You know, um, there's no clean forks or Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, I am so much more likely with that attitude, right. To look at the cup that my husband left on our entertainment center and go, ugh, doesn't he realize how hard I work? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Like, so the trickle effect. And I, I mean, so I, <laughs> this is all hypothetical. <laughs> I would totally confess to you guys if I do, if I did stuff like this, but I actually work really hard to avoid that kind of, that kind of behavior yeah. because yeah. it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I, like, the truth is, my husband is the most like gracious and generous man I know mm-hmm. and th- never in a million years has he ever thought intentionally I'm going to really like upset my wife. And I'm just going to ruin her day by, by not picking up my glass. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So when I take that really personally, that's about me. That's yeah. not about him. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So like I need to get over myself. Mm. Right. And yeah. remember like, what? So did that? So if you guys don't know this, but I live in a very tiny house. Um, it doesn't take it takes uh, like less than two seconds to walk from the living room to the kitchen. Mm. So literally like three steps, four steps, mm. right? With like a long stride. How dare I mm. get like angry and feel righteously upset about something that's entirely of my own making, mm. right? Um, so you can see like, it's really, it's, it might seem like a stretch, but there's actually, it's not really a far leap from being, having an attitude of gratefulness and Thanksgiving around like the tasks that you are doing, Mm. right. To serve your family or at your, or at your job or what, where at the church, you know, having that servant's heart, it really does flow out. Like you don't get angry, you know, you don't take things as personally, Mm. um, and you keep yourself out of the center and Christ at the center right. by doing that. So um, I don't do this perfectly. Please don't hear me saying that. I don't. Right. Mm. And I'm like, God is sanctifying me in areas like this right. all the time. So um, it's through that sanctification where you can come to the conclusion of needing to be thankful. Right. So, yeah, you're not perfect. Uh, you won't be until you rise, right. by the way, uh, until you rise from the dead kind of thing, you're glorified. Mm-hmm. But through this process of sanctification, we can also see that our sufferings are creating thanksgiving yeah. in our hearts. And that's really where we need to look forward to what, or, or, or a let discipline take its mm-hmm. course. Or like we can, yeah. yeah, we can have the hope in that, yeah. right? That's a hope it, Christ provides. Sometimes, you know, like maybe, maybe it will be a long trial. Maybe it will be a couple years, you know what I mean, of going over the same thing. Maybe you'll die a martyr. Yeah, maybe, you know. And it's like, like, that's the truth, guys. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, uh, I have a. Christ was our martyr. Like, if you think that somehow as a Christian, you are like owed exemption from suffering. Mm -hmm. Ooh. 
I mean, look at uh, Stephen in the in the scripture who died in in a similar manner as Christ, one of the first martyrs when he got stoned. Oh, yeah. And he looks up at Christ and says, "I who, see." Who, which of them was like boiled in oil? Well, John, but he didn't die. Well, church yeah, church right. traditions holds that he it was boiled in oil and he didn't die. It's not in the scripture, but uh, oh, okay, yeah, oh, yeah, traditions, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. tradition, and, and that's how he got banished. Uh, they got scared and they banished him. I to wonder. The island I wonder what Doctor White. I wonder what historical document. Yeah, I mean, say, yeah, I I bring that up all that the time, but yeah, church don't. tradition holds uh, that he was boiled in oil and didn't die. Is he the only one then that was supposedly boiled? In yeah, oil? Okay. yeah, yeah. Sorry, and that Peter, was on the side. Peter crucified upside down, all that oh, right. stuff, you know. Right. And um, you know, like I said, uh, in Acts chapter uh, seven, um, you know, uh, Stephen is actually declaring the gospel from beginning to end, from Genesis to that point. Mm -hmm. um, and the Jews stoned him yeah. uh, for that. And he was thankful for oh, everything. Right. And even up until his last yeah. breath, right. he it says he has the, like the face of an angel. Right. <laughs> and he's looking up on Christ, who is normally sitting down at the right hand side of the Father. But in this uh, case, it says that he stood up, that he's yeah. he goes, I see the Lord standing up and he's looking down and yeah. he's looking at me. He goes, you're going to come to me. I, I just come to me. read that account. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah. and like it's, two days ago, I think. And that's martyrdom. Mm -hmm. And I'm thankful for these martyrs as well. Um, because we wouldn't be here <laughs> without them. Uh, if you, uh, look at Fox's book of martyrs as well right. and, right. uh, and see all of that is very plenty right. to, be the, to be thankful for in, even in history. Right. And this is why history is so important. Like right. why uh, Dr. White will put an emphasis on history. Right. You need to know where Understanding you come from. where we come from, right? Yeah. The church history. And all, and all its joys and rewards, but then all in, in all its sins and weird stuff that happened yes. yeah uh, and uh, he was just talking and harm and he was just talking about the uh, the the anabaptists the other day and go oh, oh my yeah. goodness you got to look at this yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean and that's a part of church history nothing that we need to be embarrassed about but everything that we need to be thankful about because of the grace bestowed on the church and we're still here right right you know even after all of this uh, these events my and goodness. and trust me the secular world if they look at it on as a whole has far worse things that they've done, but um, oh, well, well. Um, but uh, uh, and so this is the human condition uh, in general. But we as Christians have a firm foundation. Christ said uh, that He's going to build His church on the profession of that faith that you are the Christ, um, and we are here because of that profession, and we are here because of the longevity of history um, uh, that took place. And martyrs are included in that, and yeah. So I'm I'm thankful that you actually uh, brought uh, martyrdom up, um, yeah, as well. Leave I it to me to bring up the morbid, <laughs> anyway. I have uh, a conviction in my uh, it, currently, and this is not a, a call to that, but just a kind of a um, a reckoning of the Holy Spirit to uh, put me where I'm at uh, in singledom, right? Um, it's very hard to be thankful uh, as a 33 year old celibate young man, yeah. <laughs> um, in that, but pastor, uh, who wants a wife. Yeah. 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 Who yeah. wants a wife who knows it's not good for man to be alone kind of thing like that. Yeah. But then God's got me in this position. Um, now Jeff Durbin, uh, before we do the, um, uh, the offering, yeah. We are always on our knees uh, confessing our sins and, and he's praying. And I always hear him say this. And sometimes I just listen 
to the prayer. Um, and I start applying that to my heart and, and, and praying what he's praying. Um, and he always says, you know, we're thankful for our marriages. We're thankful for yeah, our singleness. singleness. And this is coming from a man that's not single. And so I, I'm glad that he's saying that because it's reminding me that I need to, yeah. this prayer is actually didactic yeah. <laughs> in oh, my yes. life. Yes. And it's very, it's very hard. Now I'm not going to go into why I'm single or anything like that and the convictions that I have, but to be thankful in those moments of, uh, you know, that when I do feel alone, that it's actually working out to my good right. at, at the end. Of, I don't know when that day comes, but yeah. uh, I know it's pointing towards there, but it's easy to get bitter in that moment. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. definitely. And I think like it's so applicable through the holidays, right? Yeah, I mean, when you, loneliness is just it's such a pervasive part. You, you can't see through your pain sometimes. And we mentioned this before the podcast, but, you know, God does look at Adam and say, it's not good for man to be alone. Right. Well, a lot of people who are single right now. And so I'm talking to you, if you, if you're experiencing suffering in yeah. this, that you've may have thought, well, if it's not good for man to be alone, then how is God? And being, how is this good for yeah, me? Yeah. How is this good for me? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And being where you're at in, the, in obedience, mm -hmm. knowing that God has said this to Adam, right? that he's actually working out something and he may be able to, to give you the gift that you may be uh, able to receive of singleness. Uh -huh. Like Paul said, if you can receive it, receive it. Yes. But because of sexual immorality, yeah, yeah. go and do this. And me. sometimes I go, it looks like I can, re I can receive it. Does that mean <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for yeah. the rest? I don't know. I don't think that's a, a calling of mine, yeah. but uh, there is some good, uh, there always is good intent in whatever disposition that you're in so uh, to I, work out. So. I think it's important to like <clears throat> what you're getting at, like acknowledging that God created you to want to be in relationship, right? Mm -hmm with like a spouse mm -hmm. um it, that's a good thing yeah. like wanting that yeah don't like that's great yeah and how like, rewarding god, that, that is, is. Yeah. what god designed you yeah. right to want so that can coexist yes with um feeling like really lonely yeah yeah you know mm -hmm. you don't need to diminish or reduce or downplay your right, desire right. to cope with the feeling of, right. of of what it's like to be by yourself if or you, without that that you want. If anybody wants to hear kind of a, an expounding on this factor, I wrote uh, an audio blog. You can go to YouTube, go to Oh Boy Media Productions, Oh Boy Media Productions on YouTube, and you'll see um, a blog on there that's about 25 minutes, an audio blog of me talking about this subject, very poetically too. I think you'll enjoy it. I just wanted to give that small plug oh, yeah. <laughs> on there. Yeah, yeah. And if you want to hear me cry a little bit, <laughs> then listen to that. Oh. <laughs> and do, uh, and then I, you can make fun of me if you want. That's fine. That's funny. <laughs> we'll find out all of the, who all, all of our um, sadists are that want to see you cry. Yeah. Um, okay. So really quick, um, we've done a lot of talking through like the Christian perspective on this already, which is awesome. But there are some physical benefits that mm. research has shown, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, we have talked about reducing depression symptoms, right? There are lots of depressive symptoms that are very physical. Mm -hmm. Fatigue, right? Lack of focus. A fog even, like a cognitive fog or heaviness. Right. Um, Research has shown that gratitude can reduce blood pressure. Whoop, whoop. I can see why. Uh-huh. Yeah. Improve your sleep. Woo. Hmm. Increase the frequency with which you exercise, yeah. which, you know, overall improves. 
Speaking oh. of blood blood pressure, would you say, uh, you know, one of the primary aspects of blood pressure, I mean, it can be caused with all kinds of things, but then there's a lot of stress, right, and high blood pressure. Obviously, right. obviously being thankful reduces a lot of that stress, right. you know what I mean? And I know a couple people, even in my own family, that are on blood pressure medication, uh, uh, medication. Medication. Yeah, medication. Mm -hmm. Yeah, flub it up, Nick. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> um, and, <laughs> and I know how intense of a person... <laughs> that they are mm -hmm. in there and I go it's very hard uh, yeah. for them and, and and just to to focus on Christ and to be thankful and yeah I am saying count your blessings at that point yeah. <laughs> and um you may uh you may uh have a different uh peace and uh biological response and physical uh physiological yeah. response because of that so Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm like going to fail to pull the scripture but like fo focus your mind right mm -hmm. on good things what is it yeah so paul says uh <laughs> to think of things that are lovely and yes pure lovely and, that's such yeah. a good word i don't yeah. know why i forgot lovely and pure lovely and right pure, yeah right. and uh i uh, i've always gone back to that and that's very hard for me um i don't know about you but when, it, like focusing on yeah just shifting all of a sudden a focus when i'm realizing i'm being bitter in the moment oh yeah, yeah. of course that's hard yeah um but it actually it doesn't say to shift your focus on that it actually says make it a practice right, to continually to do that there, yeah. and so that 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 is the normative way of thinking mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. not in ignorance to negativity or suffering but then that's just that's just that your day-to-day -day life that you have pure thoughts yeah um and that it is okay it becomes a habit, yeah, yeah. Uh, and getting into god's creation and looking at the beauty of that really helps uh, as well i think i think if you read edwards jonathan edwards he took very much pleasure and creation and yeah and just even a flower you know yeah uh and grass and stuff like that uh, uh he was very observational and, and found beauty in god's creation which you can too as well but he would have never understood that unless he looked at the beauty of god first right. so everything trickled down from them and then was able to uh um, you know overflow from his own heart and mm -hmm. thankfulness uh to that to be thankful for the ground that you walk on so, oh yeah. i think like whether you know god or not you appreciate the beauty of creation you're yeah. just attributing it to the wrong yeah. like origin yeah there's no way you can't have a draw jaw dropping moment yeah. with the sunset or it, it, we live in arizona you know how many purple skies that i've I seen know, you know it's beautiful well, i went to i, mean, I went it, to period like arizona you can drive an hour in any direction and be in like totally oh, yeah. different landscape i've been to uh, Tanz uh, uh tanzania mm -hmm. and that is um country in Africa and East Africa. Mm -hmm. And they had, uh, we went out to the bush, right? Uh, ah. And so there was a lot of like lion and- That's you know, just, so cool. Oh yeah, and we got close to a jaguar. Oh no, but, that's so cool. But then it was almost like a Lion King moment because the sun started going huh? down and through these big old trees, you could see it, a bright red sun. I mean, solid red oh, going cool. down and you don't really oh, yeah. see that in Oh yeah, I feel like part. I've seen National Geographic yeah. pictures like that. Yeah. I, it was like I was viewing a painting, How but it was real, cool. it was right in front of me. Yeah. And I go, again, atheism is stupid. Yeah, like, yeah, and right. I look at that and- uh, We refer back to point A. Yeah, and it glorifies <laughs> God. If it says that the skies, that the stars shout the glory of God, right. All of course, things of your... when you take in the beauty of creation, you're glorifying God because right. it's pointing to the creator. Right. So, yeah. I feel like I said this recently. I hope it wasn't on another podcast, but one of my favorite quotes and it's either it's like Tennyson or Emerson. I can't remember. Um, so one of y'all out there can Tennyson. Um, the earth laughs in flowers. Yeah, I yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. I love that, and it's true. 
I mean, it could be true. Yeah. Right? Okay. So, um, we've gone like this, and it's ended up being like a longer episode. But I That's think fine. it's really important that before we wrap up, we talk about what are some of the obstacles to gratitude. And yes. I think we've like without identifying them as such, we've touched on a few of them throughout our conversation. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. When I, you know, when we were talking about this, uh you and i asked you what you thought you know like were barriers to gratitude um thing obstacles right things that could like make being grateful more difficult Mm -hmm. or hinder our ability um and you the first thing you said was resentment Mm -hmm. yeah i I used to view uh and i kind of still do is resentment as the antithesis of thankfulness uh uh, just what resentment does to the mind. I mean, it brings it down. You take no joy in anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, you either want re- vengeance, retribution in something, or somebody's attacking you and you just resent them. Right. Or maybe you don't like the way, you know, they just carry themselves or whatever. You know, I, I think of the social justice movement. They have a yeah. huge resentment in their heart towards what they think is a travesty. And mm-hmm. uh, you can't talk to them. just going to scream at you. Right. This oppression culture uh, I mean, that we've talked about. Look at the riots and stuff. Stuff like that. If everything was on fire. It's hard to be thankful in that environment. Um, and uh, what's that's created? Right. You know? It is and, really hard when you're when yeah. all your and all your focus is on the suffering. Right. right. Yeah. It's it, very difficult to cultivate right. any gratitude. Right. Yeah. Um, and it does breed being bitter and being resentful. Mm-hmm. Um, I and, think, and all these things are connected to each they other. They are. Yeah. They're all connected to to envy. Like covetousness, yeah, greed, pride, really like your basic sins, y'all. And the truth is, this is the like you know I I call these Doctor White like throat punch moments. Whenever he preaches, James says that he delivers one at the end. Um, If you are having difficulty practicing gratefulness as you know like a state of being as a Christian, I'm not Mm -hmm. saying. For those of you that are going through really significant trials, please don't hear me like diminishing what you're going through at all. I'm not. What I'm saying is, is that as a Christian, if you're like, if your spirit is a spirit that's primarily composed of resentment, you know, envy, greed, you are operating Mm -hmm. with a misconception about the gospel. Mm -hmm. And misinterpreting or misunderstanding like forgetting right what was actually done for you that was not owed to you Mm -hmm. that you are not owed anything not Mm -hmm. even the next breath Mm -hmm. and that you should not be so arrogant as to assume or expect right god right to act in any specific way outside of the way he's promised Mm -hmm. right because he's perfect, like his character doesn't even allow him to violate right. a promise. I mean, one of the things in our internal dialogue that can bring us down is your is your hope for the future. Yeah. Um, and the and then your surroundings and how yeah. you view those things, and of course, and how you view yourself and mm-hmm. things. And gratitude really helps in all those three categories. Right, it right. brings you down. It creates bitterness. If you have no hope for the future, do you know what Christ is doing right now? As far as placing enemies under his feet mm-hmm. and saving his people, taking dominion. I mean, he's 
has king all of authority. Kings. Yeah, and, and you know, okay, so yeah, all can, nations. Yeah, you, you can tell in post mill yeah. uh, <laughs> on on this aspect is everything to be thankful for. Mm -hmm. He has won and is winning. And though our eyes look at all the travesty and sufferings mm -hmm. in our immediate context. <laughs> uh, or in like the yeah. global context how quickly we forget yeah you know and how sometimes we're not you know we're, we're lacking in faith in that yeah. regard you wow. know what i mean right yeah <laughs> yeah um we're all guilty of this please don't hear us say that like saying that we are perfect in this oh my gosh i sit in this area a lot mm -hmm. god is sanctifying me he's growing me mm -hmm. um you know like it, and I think it's okay, you know, to want godly things. There are things that God created us to want, you know. Mm -hmm. um, resentfulness or envy is different than than acknowledging that you want to be a wife and a mother, or mm -hmm. acknowledging you want to be a husband and a father. Mm -hmm. It's different than those than that, right? Envy right. is looking at somebody else who has what you want, wishing that it was yours, mm -hmm. and like being really upset that it's theirs. Yeah. Right. There's a malice. Like I deserve that. They don't deserve right. that. And not only do they not deserve it, like I would be okay like hurting them in the process. Right. It's malicious. So that's like, guys, love your neighbor. Mm -hmm. Love your neighbor. Right. Um, this is it should be convicting for us, right? And all of this is really, really hard. I'm like, <laughs> I'm the first to like commiserate with how much effort and energy it goes into like restructuring thoughts, you know, in this way. Um, but lean into Christ and ask God to help you, you know, pray. And I, we can't stress, stress this enough. Go to the word, read your Bible, be in your Bible all the time, right? Yeah. That doesn't mean you have to spend 12 hours a day reading your Bible just go there and go there often, right? Mm -hmm. Be in a church, be in fellowship with other believers who are growing, who are seeking mm -hmm. to be obedient to Christ, right? And to be conformed to his image. Mm -hmm. Do it, do mm -hmm. it, do it, do it, do it, do it. it. You will fight things like bitterness and mm -hmm. resentment so much better mm -hmm. when you're surrounded by like strong believers who are discipling so you. It's one of the reasons for the church. I mean, mm -hmm. when uh, Paul is describing the gifts of the spirit, he's talking about these things were made for the encouragement of the body. And so rather than focus on the gifts of the spirit right here, because obviously there is a, there's a pool, you know, between the continuationists and cessationists, I'm not going to want to talk about that. But what I am going to talk about is that Paul's focus was on the fact that you need to be encouraged, mm -hmm. that that's why he wanted people to prophesy is because he wants them to be encouraged with the word that refreshes the heart, right. which that's in the Proverbs, right. you know, is that a good word and a timely word refreshes the soul. It's not just the good word, but the good word at the correct time right. uh, as well. I mean, there's nothing sweeter than encouragement at the time that you actually need it. Yeah. Um, and uh, if we practice uh, that thinking of lovely and pure things and loving our neighbor because we love God right. and to give that encouragement um, and to, uh, to you know, just even compliment somebody or to just be there for them even in their sorrows. It really is what, you know, it, right. it that generates thankfulness yeah. and, it gener and it refreshes the soul. And that person, because of that, because of what you're doing, sees God. Yeah. 
that glorifies God, it right. points back to glorifies them. Glorifies God. And then another category of thankfulness starts to overflow. Mm -hmm. I mean, it just, it's deep and deep right. and deep and deep. A ripple and, effect. Yeah. Again, the secular world doesn't connect these right. things as one leads to the other. One thankfulness uh, uh, in, in category leads to another, it leads to another. Yeah. Why? God is omnipresent. He's around and giving you them all. Yeah. And again, right. the secular Sovereign world over, cannot over touch everything. that. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's so interesting too because like why does why does this matter? They can acknowledge because the research, right? It all supports that gratitude is beneficial. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um but spliced they, up. They though, can't right? explain yeah. like uh, they can hypothesize about why. Yeah. But it's like all it is is, you know, surface level explanation. Yeah. All they see is that your brain chemicals right. are, uh, you know, acting normally and you're, you, you have a mm -hmm. smile on your face. You're like, oh, good. We yeah. did good. But again, like my friend who was thankful for the cup of water. Right. Did know how to handle suffering. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I go, well, because you broke it down in categories. You didn't fit them all together. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it, uh, it is it is one thing. It's to the glory of God and it fulfills this, you know. You know, love God, love neighbor. It fulfills the law right. you know, in that. So. All right. Well, we, uh, for those of you guys that hung with us this long, we appreciate you. We're right. thankful yeah. for you. I am. Um, uh, like anyone that's like out there suffering through the holidays, like please know we're praying for you. Um, we aren't trying at all to diminish or um, make a light of whatever mm -hmm. you are struggling with, the pain, the overwhelm, stress, whatever, you know, fill in the blank. Um, it's all significant. Um, just know that you, like as a Christian, you never suffer alone ever. Right. And in everything, you know, be prayerful with Thanksgiving, make your requests known to God. Mm. He, and that peace of God will surpass yes. your expectations. I know all understanding. And, and as always um take heart he has overcome the world love you guys love you